this podcast. Carter and Withers are the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. I'm Mike Odenbeck. I'm Alex Gourley. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. What's up, Alex? What's going on, Mike? Fuck, I don't even know anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Who We're you? drinking this fucking shit, man. It's called <laughs> Braxton Storm. Braxton Brewing Storm. Yeah. It is a golden cream ale. All right. So for all you kitties at home. Um, the adults 21 and up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh <laughs> For all you kiddies 21 and older, uh, <laughs> all of legal drinking age in the United States, um, this is an American cream ale. Uh, so what makes a cream ale different from a regular ale is the fact they use corn. Oh, that's the corn again. Yeah. <laughs> Did we talk about corn before? <laughs> I there was another beer that we talked about and that had corn in. Oh, it was um, when we we're comparing the Bud Light and the Bud Light Lime and the Corona because yeah. the Corona had corn in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, see, well, it's, all right. So corn gives it creaminess. Yeah, giggity. Uh, get it, get it. Yeah. The, so uh, when you add corn into a brew, it actually gives it like a. a better body and a little bit of a creaminess that's where they get the cream ale i'm not gonna lie when i first heard of a cream ale it sounded like the grossest shit i've ever heard in my life <laughs> i was like i do not want to drink beer milk is what i yeah. thought of and then when once i realized what it actually was it's fucking delicious oh yeah it's good uh this is definitely um has a great body to it definitely a uh, full flavored um some people like to call it a an american lawnmower beer which i could totally get that yeah, you drink it while you're riding on the lawnmower. Yeah, <laughs> can you imagine those lines? <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect crisscross. Perfect crisscross straight lines. Yeah, uh, crisscross applesauce. They, um, what is it? They describe this as a slightly earthy and spicy hop presence. But I don't really get too many hops out of this, to be honest with you. It just seems like a kind of like a all around kind of good beer. Yeah. I'm like a big fan of this. Yeah, it is like a it. 4.8% alcohol. Well, yeah, that's good shit. So, like, you could totally lawnmower beer. You could drink this all day and, be, you know, be having a good time. Oh, yeah. You definitely have a good time drinking this beer. It is actually my favorite from Braxton Brewing, which is based out of uh, Kentucky here. Yeah, northern Kentucky. Um, what? Let's see. Braxton Brewing. They, uh,. Trying to see what else I can find on this beer, but that's a, for the most part. I mean, actually, I, I, you know, it's funny. After I tried it, I was like, you know what? All right, I kind of get a little bit of hops. It's like an aftertaste, uh, earthiness, not so much, but I definitely get that kind of. It's it's got a body to it. That's what I like yeah, about it. It's a, a little, body. You have and, a little taste of the hops in it. Yeah, it's kind of like an after aftertaste. Yeah. Is what I like to call it. Mm, that's good though. Hell yes. I want to drink uh, 17 of them, and I'll let you have one of the eight-pack. No, that's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I need. Just that's, give me the one. Yeah, you just get the one. I get 17, yeah. and uh, then you can carry me home. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Tonight, we're going to be 
running down this segment that is like eating at my bone skillets. Yes. We we we've been wanting to fry up this for a while. <laughs> I can't I can't take it anymore. So uh, we're gonna do uh, drunkards and history. Drunkards in history. Drunkards in history. <laughs> I was trying to think of something from like a speech, like four score and seven beers ago. Like yeah, you think Abe Lincoln was a drunkard? <laughs> Ah oh, man, I don't know how many. I know his wife hit the sauce pretty hard. Oh, there you go. His wife was all over. Like she, you know. Of course, back then you could do it. Like, like, oh yeah, I need my tonic water, and the tonic water was like, like cocaine laced, um, like I don't know, ethanol mixed with a little bit of opium. Like it was just whatever. <laughs> it didn't even matter. Like, oh yeah, that's that's her special medicine that she needs. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Morphine. That's what I was trying to think morphine, of. Morphine, yeah, yeah. Morphine laced cocaine. Oh gosh. <laughs> or cocaine laced morphine. Some Pepto Bismol. With a little bit of sugar to flavor. And it. you're good. Yeah. You're good for the night. Yeah. That'll cure everything. Oh, and some tussin. Tussin. <laughs> some Pepto Bismol. Got that pink. Give me that pink pink. Dude, I went to this fucking like dollar store in uh like right in the middle of the ghetto one time mm. <laughs> and we we're looking at we we're looking for something to get our boss because it was his birthday or some bullshit so <laughs> yeah. like me and a couple co-workers went in <laughs> and we're like oh let's just get something out of the dollar store so we're walking down the aisles looking at different shit and we seen this thing and it was a bottle of tussin it didn't say Robitussin. Just it a, was just Tussin. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then like a couple hours down from that, we seen this bottle, and it was said uh, it was cologne, and it said like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck yeah, that's it. So we got him some sniff sniff, smelled like a boss. <laughs> God, in a bottle of Tussin for all his uh, woes. What did that? What did the like a boss smell like? Did it smell like it gasoline smelled, and cigarettes? I don't even think I even tried to sniff it. I think I just we just yeah. bought it and gave it to him. Smells like uh, uh, sadness and anger. <laughs> that's a great combination, really. Yeah, really. That's that's all bosses. <laughs> They're sad, so they protrude anger. But true, eh, whatever. It penetrates. Yeah, it penetrates. The anger penetrates your daily life, and then you can't fucking handle it no more. Drunkards of history, huh? Yeah, who's your drunkard in history, Alex? Oh, I feel like I get to unwrap my Christmas present first. All right, so <laughs> Yay! originally I was going to do something different, but I just, honestly, the only reason I even thought about this guy, and this is not ancient history by any means this is very recent kind of person right which i feel like i'm cheating the system because it's it's not that old um like how many years old let me put it this way he's dead so he's got that going for him my so, guy's dead too sweet see we're already on the same and he's page also not that old either is it really um <laughs> uh-oh we don't have the same guy do we i don't know what <laughs> Uh, I think my dude was from. Yeah, he was born in Louisville, Kentucky. He was born in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, my guy was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh snap! Shit. 
All right, we're good. Yeah. So, my dude. Yeah. Your drunkard. My dude. My bro. He's your homie. My homie. Yeah. I was. I like to bring to the table one of the best drunkards of all time, and then some. Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. Shit, dude. And here's why I even brought him up. It was his birthday a couple days ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I don't know where the hell I heard that from, but then I looked it up, and yeah, July 18th, 1937, his birthday. I was like, holy shit. My guy is even more recent than that. Oh, for real? Yeah. Damn, I thought I was cheating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who you got? You tell me about Hunter L. Thompson. Okay, all right, sorry, right, sorry. Right. So, Hunter S. Thompson. I don't know if you heard of the man, the myth, the legend that is Hunter S. Thompson. Um, this guy is a writer, uh, one of the, kind of a more, I don't know what you call it, like a cu- counterculture writer. It's kind of like, I guess, the term a lot of people like to use. Yeah. Uh, he, he actually helped invent a genre called gonzo journalism. <laughs> gonzo journalism yeah only Uh, guys with really big fucking noses noses or dongs (laughs) that curls (laughs) curling dong the uh the funny thing is i actually looked this up but gonzo journalism is the first time that like you know most time when people go out somewhere and they're like this happened because this person did this gonzo journalism was the first time someone goes we did this shit and it was crazy and they were like he puts himself in the story oh wow okay so that's why he was doing it now what made him kind of like one of his first things he ever wrote was actually about kentucky uh it was about the kentucky derby actually and it was uh let me see if i can find it the kentucky derby is uh decanted and depraved decanted yeah decanted and depraved and depraved uh and that kind of got him on the map for the like the counterculture like credibility because he was basically ripping the kentucky derby apart uh one of his most iconic books what's depraved about the kentucky derby the fucking hats i don't understand well i think he went into more detail about like you know the the rich society and then like probably a little bit of like some of the shit like all the kind of shadiness that kind of went uh, on with it uh, the cocaine yeah oh tons <laughs> of that oh we're getting to that don't you worry <laughs> uh, but yeah that's what kind of got him on the map lots of cocaine uh his most famous one was definitely because there's been more than one movie about this but fear and loathing las vegas oh yeah did you ever watch that movie oh yeah with johnny depp right i love that movie i watched <laughs> that from the time i was like in eighth grade all through college like I've seen that movie a bazillion times. I I was actually thinking about this the other day. I swear to God, me and this guy in college, our freshman year of college, we were Hunter S. Thompson and his lawyer. <laughs> and not just like, and the only reason I think this, I visited my friend like a while back and he showed me, he's like, dude, I still have my ID from when I was 18. And he showed it to me. And dude, he's wearing like a floral like yeah. <laughs> like a Hawaiian shirt. He's got the bucket hat, and he's got the big <laughs> Hunter S. Thompson glasses on. Yeah. And then that entire year, I'm not going to lie, I slept on that dude's couch. I had a dorm room. I just slept on his couch, and we just kind of hung out. And I was like his lawyer. And nice. we just did God knows what at that time. Yeah. Um, But it just because we were obsessed with it is pretty much what it was. But uh, 
There's actually been uh, so you saw the one with Johnny Depp. Now, have you seen where the Buffalo Roam with Bill Murray? Mm. That's a little bit going further back. I don't think so, but yeah. I love Bill Murray, so I need to add that to my repertoire. Yeah, it's uh, it was in the 1980s. It's it's not as wild and crazy as Fear and Loathing was with Johnny Depp. Yeah, uh, but I always thought that was kind of cool. Um, obviously, that was loosely based off of his writings about him going to mm. some event. Uh, what you know? What I did watch in the 1980s. What? When a stranger calls. When a stranger. Stranger crawls. I don't know why I said it like that. Stranger. Stranger danger. Yeah, stranger. When a stranger don't calls. You, don't you take no candy from him. You've seen that, right? You've seen I, that movie? I don't think I have. It's a, like a psychological thriller. Uh-huh. From the 80s. Yeah. And, man, I was like fucking eight or nine years old. No. I was, yeah, probably eight or nine, 10, 11 years old. Something in that age range. Yeah. My parents put this sh- fucking movie on psychological thriller meant for adults huh. like uh, me and my always yeah me and my best friend are sitting there watching it kids and uh at the end of the movie spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of this movie when a stranger calls so at the end of the movie like this girl it's a babysitter and she's like freaking out because she keeps getting these phone calls from this guy and uh at the very end of the movie the guy calls her and is like or she hangs up the phone and the police call her back because she called the police like hey i need to find out like where this guy's calling from whatever yeah and uh so like keep him on the line for as long as possible and then that happens and then she hangs up and then phone rings again she picks it up and it's the police officer on the other line and he's like get out of the house the call is coming from the line upstairs yeah and she's like oh no and she goes and runs and goes to get out of the house and like as she opens the door like the police are at the door or whatever and that's how it ends so there's like no blood and gore in a movie yeah. you no know, like none of one that. of those classic horror movies one from the classic like mental fucking mental fucks is those are the is. best ones i mean it's yeah. like psycho yeah. psycho was that way like you never really actually saw anything but you saw some crazy shit right and that's like one of the all-time classics right so me and my buddy watched this movie yeah the kids and then as soon as the movie's over, it's like 10 o'clock at night. And my mom's like, all right, well, uh, your buddy Mark needs to go home. So you need to walk him home and then come back. And it's fucking pitch black. out. <laughs> he lives like two blocks down the street. Yeah. So we just watched this fucking scary ass movie. <laughs> um, we're like both 10 years old. So I got to walk Mark. We fucking sprint <laughs> the entire <laughs> distance yeah. from my house to his house. And then he goes inside and he like looks at me and he's like, good luck. <laughs> and yeah. I sprint the entire way back home like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good friend right there he's yeah. like tough shit yeah. <laughs> i'm out i'm I, going uh, in my house locking the door i actually looked it up that dude that shit came out in 1979 yeah it came out in 79 i watched yeah. it it was probably 10 years old oh yeah yeah so yeah my so my parents like were 10, like oh yeah we've seen this you know 50 times yeah yeah 
it, it's okay. It's okay for my kids to watch. <laughs> yeah, right. Nowadays, there ain't no way in hell that a parent's going to let their kids watch some scary movie when they're 10 years old, some horror you, film. You know what's funny? I was thinking the opposite with that because it being from 1979, they're not going to show anything. It might be psychological, but it's just like, like oh, it's it's more of a history lesson. Just go ahead and you can watch it on YouTube. Like go ahead and watch it on your tablet as we eat dinner together at this restaurant. Like doesn't even matter. It depends on the person. It depends on the parent. Really. I mean that's true because some parents are you know they don't they definitely don't want their kids to see anything. Dude, do you anything. think Mandy will let Waylon watch that shit at ten years old? Hell no, no, no. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I did notice too. Uh, do you know they made a remake of that shit? Yeah, in two thousand six. I own it. Do you really? Yeah. Is it because of that? Yep. It's exactly because of that. <laughs> because you run, you run two blocks at a time at night. <laughs> yep. I own the original DVD. I own the original on DVD, and I own the new one on DVD. No too. shit. Yep. All right, I'm about to watch this. Like what? Yeah. Like when I come up, we're gonna have to like sit down, and actually give this a watch because I have not seen the original for sure. I might have seen the uh, the remake because that was like right around the time I was like balls deep in every horror movie I could get my hands on. Yeah. Um. Did uh, I forget what the hell I was gonna say? I think I did. <laughs> God, that was like someone shot me. <laughs> shot me with a bullet i was like uh yeah so about all that oh no uh is that what scream came from scream, it seemed, scream like i don't know two th- uh whenever that shit came out 2008 or 2008 1998 to 2000 and whatever because it's like the same premise like there's a killer in the house you think they got their inspiration from uh when a stranger calls 19 they could have I mean, it could have, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm feeling. Because that was a classic, man. That was back then. That was like the top tier. Fucking, it was that and The Exorcist. Oh, know? dude, yeah, for sure, The Exorcist. Yeah, that Fuck. shit creeps me out to this day. I can't watch The Exorcist. Oh, for real? Like, yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's scary as shit, dude. Fuck no, that girl. I can't. No, no. I get a hard on every time I watch her yell at it. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. fucking screaming. You're not scared about it. You're like, no. Like, I just get too aroused. I gotta like, turn it God off. God damn it! I gotta turn this off. <laughs> this is not porn. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, pea soup. <laughs> um. All right, back to your guy, Hunter Thompson. <laughs> Jesus, God. Oh, man, we were like, you might as well just call this the Back Alley Podcast because we just go down <laughs> fucking avenues and just keep going until we hit a dead end. Like, all right, let's go back to the main road again. <laughs> all right, Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, Hunter S. Thompson. God, what the hell was I talking about? Uh, all right, so he... uh <laughs> he um uh, so he's a writer he's a, a notable yeah, writer author author he yeah. definitely uh invented his own genre essentially yeah um one of the things that got him put on the map was a book called hell's angels yeah about uh, the hell's angel yeah it it was like one of the first times anyone had kind of immersed themselves into the culture of kind of 
like into that like almost like a criminalized world right the mc because like people had done that like you know they like you know they see like other cultures and whatnot they go into it and they try to be a part of it but this is the first time like someone kind of went into that and uh, i think a lot of people arguably say like that might be where he started to kind of pick up his his uh his drug use and drinking oh yeah was partying with the hell's angels because you know yeah. these guys are doing uppers and downers and drinking and whooping people's asses about lefters and riders lefters and riders and (laughs) uppers and downers and good old motorcycle clubs man yeah you can't can't do without it so yeah that's why that's why that fucking show was so popular the uh tell me that one where they kept the gangland you talking about that (laughs) no Nah, the dude with uh, Charlie Hunnam in it. Oh, son of Sons An- of Anarchy. Yeah. Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. That's why that that, sh- that was like the number one show on TV for forever, yeah. man. Did you ever watch it? Hell yeah, I watched it. I did not. Oh, from beginning to end, man. I really? seen the whole thing. Yep. God, I need to watch it. Yeah, it was one of those things. Show, it was on man. my really to do list. Yeah. I see. I watched a lot of Gangland. <laughs> I don't know why, and it was it was always funny. Isn't it Gangland, like true, like true stuff oh yeah it was uh i learned so much about like gang tattoos and graffiti and stuff where now it's like i feel like when i drive by something and i see something spray painted normally you'd be like i don't know the fuck that is you're like no no that's a crown that means like this gang is here or the number this number with that means this gang is here oh wow i'm i'm they all don't get me wrong. All gangs are always evolving. What does the spider on the el- spider web on the elbow represent? Uh, that means that uh, you are good at crocheting. Oh, awesome, <laughs> sweet. Yeah. I uh, no, I don't know. Uh, like, hey, David, make me a sweater, man. Yeah. Bitch, <laughs> like your tattoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm sure that does mean something. I mean, you know, there's always the classic te- you know, like teardrop, but it was like teardrop is you killed somebody, right? Yeah, it depends on which eye. Uh, what? Yeah, one eye, left eye, TLC. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of them means that you killed someone, and the other one means that either you attempted to, or no, no. One means you did kill someone. The other one means that you're crying for someone else that died. Oh, and mourning. Yeah, and mourning. I think so. But yeah, no, there was all, like, that whole Gangland TV show was fucking crazy. Because it was, um, yeah, it was always like, there was, there was always like, like, Latin gangs. Then there was like, uh, essentially basically black people gangs and then there was white supremacists there wasn't just like average white people in a gang they were all like almost always white supremacists i never I got- know there's gangs of just normal white people oh yeah and there's gangs of like a mixed race of people yeah i did see a couple of those on there yeah i mean i was almost recruited into a gang of mixed race people oh, for real? in like this in like the inner city of Cincinnati when I was a youth. Oh yeah? Yeah, man. And they're like, you know, fucking you wanna be part of this shit, you gotta do this and that. And I'm like I'm down. Whatever yeah. whatever you want me to do. And they're like, All right, well you need to give this guy's a, a fucking toss salad 
And I'm like, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm don't like, even like okay, salad. Wait a minute. Hold on. This this gang is like we're all like meeting up in the back of this fucking video store. I think something else is going on. Yeah, right. This this isn't real. You guys lied to me. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Now, I, I think that TV show was part of it because it was always like every single one of the gangs that I saw was always like the Latin gang was always like about brotherhood. The black people's game was always about brotherhood. And then there was like there was these white people that are assholes. And then. Well, they're about brotherhood, too. Yeah. But just, you know, <laughs> they get they go a little too far. Yeah, uh, they're fucking idiots. But then. uh I guess that, you're right because now I sit here and think about because there was ones that were like more of like just motorcycle gangs yeah and they would just they just get whoever would join yeah I, I remember seeing one that was on a a gang in Boston and it was essentially a fight club it wasn't even a gang they would just oh. like start fights with people and it was like you you ever seen one of those ska guys at a concert <laughs> that has like combat boots on who just like just trying to like punch everything as yes. he's like scawing yes. out yeah it was like you took 10 of those dudes and made a group out of it <laughs> is what they looked like and they just beat the shit out of everything they could find dude i was at a rob zombie concert <laughs> in this concert venue in cincinnati and this kid is coming out of he's like walking out and he is literally covered in fucking blood like just got the shit beat out of him in the fucking mosh pit all right and i like stop him in the hallway as he's starting to exit the building i'm like dude are you okay like you were fucking soaked in blood man like like you might need to go to the hospital for real and he's like (laughs) he like stops and looks at me dead in the eye and he's like this is the best night of my life <laughs> i'm like oh shit yeah. all right dude party on man yeah right <laughs> like holy fuck he was loving it <laughs> oh <laughs> god i wish i was that yeah. that excited yeah. about getting this shit kicked out of me yeah he was so oh my god he yeah. was like thrilled to death man to have to have been at the concert been in the mosh pit and just experienced it literally literally got his fucking face kicked in yeah <laughs> dude <laughs> I, I'm like, i've been at a concert before and actually the first concert i ever went to was uh it was orgy uh it wasn't an orgy it was the band orgy you oh know? okay remember blue monday yeah yeah and stained Oh, okay. And a band called Ducktail Joint. Ducktail Joint. Yeah. You said this is the first concert you ever went to? Ever went to, right? Okay. So it's a little bit harder, right? Yeah. I went with a buddy, and it was like an outdoor kind of thing where they had set up a stage, but it wasn't a festival. It was literally like they're just playing. Yeah. And I am wrung with sweat. I've got, there's water going everywhere. And I'm in the middle of like this thing, and you know, people are crowd surfing, whatever. And I happened to like turn my head to the right, and some dude was crowd surfing. And all of a sudden, I just see a combat boot come straight to my face and bust me in the nose. And I just got blood running down my face at this point. <laughs> nice. And I was like, oh, fuck. And. <laughs> 
I remember like walked away, my eyes are like watering and shit. And I'm like, I'm like in eighth grade at this time. Yeah. And then I screamed to some guy, I told him, this is the best fucking. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing no. like three inches of rubber straight to the dome. Oh yeah. And I remember after that, I was like, all right, pay attention to the crowd surfers. Yes. <laughs> oh, damn. I think the very first concert I ever went to was Hank Williams Jr., and he was with, and he had this band open for him, and uh, nobody had ever heard of him before. And it was like one of their first times playing, yeah. And it was uh, Big and Rich, no shit. And they, yeah, they had they hadn't even had an album out yet, yeah. And they were just opening for. Uh, they weren't Hank even saving Jr. horses yet, yeah. And uh, yeah, dude, and they were fucking. It was good shit, man. Yeah. We're all like, oh, who's these guys? Yeah, they sounded all right. They're like, they had little, they had their like little uh, big and rich girls walking around through the crowd, handing out their demo, demo CDs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ducktail Joint did not do that. <laughs> no, they didn't. I no. don't. I just remember the name of that fucking band. That's that's where they fucking went wrong, man. They should have had. Like half a dozen scantily clad girls walking through the crowd, oh, handing sure. out demo tapes of theirs. Yeah, and they would have made it big, man. No, I'm, I'm still looking them up. There you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ducktail Joint forever. Uh, Spotify somewhere. They're they're out there. They gotta be. They gotta be. Oh man, Hunter uh, S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson though. Did you, did you give me all his info? Uh, I'm getting there. <laughs> so uh. So he did the things with Hell's Angels. Where yeah. He kind of picked up his drug habit. <laughs> did, he, the, did he get any biker chicks while he was there? I'm sure he did. I mean, why not? Does he talk about it though? Uh, actually, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I have not read the Hell's Angels book. Yeah, I've always wanted to. That's been one. Well, let's put it on our audibles and see if we can listen to it. That's actually not a bad idea. I should do that. Yeah. Um, I got three whole credits for books on Audibles right now. No, for real? I don't know how it happened, but I got them. Yeah. I'm going to use them. Uh, I remember... Um, anyway, I... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I remember that, too. Yeah, that was one of those cool <laughs> things. I did, I did find, actually, some interesting facts about Hunter S. Thompson before I get into the one that I'm a huge fan of just because I think it's funny. Uh, but he, um, in his early life, uh, he actually missed his high school graduation because he was in fucking jail. Oh, no. What was he in jail for? Uh, essentially, he was like 17 and... Him and a couple people are driving. He's not driving. He's with a guy. And he's like, hey, we're going to stop at this gas station. And the guy rolls in there, fucking mugs the front desk and steals the fucking thing and jumps back in the car and they drive off. What well, kind of comes back on him. Now, the thing that hurt him is he actually already had, um, I guess, a little bit of a record because he got caught, um, I think, doing something oh he was he got caught trying to buy booze underage at a liquor store oh yeah so and this is back then where they like you know they're so basically when they once they heard that he was on probation they basically told him he could either go to the air force or he could go to jail air why the air force they're like that's such a i'm that's sorry such a weird thing no no he said they said he could go to jail or to the military okay he chose the air force oh okay that yeah. makes more sense. yeah, yeah sorry i i jumped ahead there 
Well, Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, he went to the Air Force. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So here's here's something else fun about Hunter S. Thompson. You ready for it? I'm born ready. He stole a memento from fucking Ernest Hemingway. What? Yeah. You didn't know that shit, did you? What did he steal? So in 1964, three years after Ernest Hemingway committed suicide in his cabin in, uh, shit, sorry, in Idaho, not Idaho, 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 no, you're the, no, Um, you're the hoe. I said that you the hoe. All right. Uh, I guess he went there to kind of like grasp what Ernest Hemingway was doing and like oh. all that and he got kind of yeah. caught up in the moment well he stole a pair he was a fanboy he was a fanboy yeah. uh, he stole a pair of antlers off the wall what and took him back and after I think after elk he, antlers or deer antlers um moose antlers elk horn antlers there you go elk horn antlers elk horn. big fucking antlers yeah okay. fucking stole them like like out of this cabin and, and like Fuck. no one's like is he supposed to be doing that shit oh uh, i don't know uh so stole that shit it's just decor yeah um <laughs> after uh after hunter s thompson died uh actually like more than a decade after he died uh his uh wife daughter somebody returned the <laughs> the antlers back to hemingway's family oh shit yeah which is kind of, I guess he, uh, from what I remember reading about it, that's actually what he planned to do. Yeah. Was to always return them. Oh, but yeah. it was one of those things he was just trying to like hone in. Yeah, I plan on doing all that with the shit that I shoplifted also. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. As soon as I die, those condoms are going right back to the 7-Eleven. Hey, as soon as I die, all those Walmart donuts that I stole at 3 o'clock in the morning... Yeah. Uh, they're they're coming back. They're going and one coming big, right back to you. One big sweet turd. And they're in the will. Yeah, I promise. Um. <laughs> oh, what else about this guy? Oh, I saw this. I thought it was crazy. Uh, what are some books that he wrote? Hunter S. Thompson. He uh, said he's a famous author. Yeah, he wrote Hell's Angels, nineteen sixty-seven. He wrote Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas in nineteen seventy-one. Also, that was a book before it was a movie. Oh, for sure. Oh, <laughs> show. I didn't even know, dude. Yeah, that's his real account of what happened when he went to Las Vegas to reaccount a sporting event of a motorcycle race. Now, if you watch the movie, yeah. that was only a minuscule part of what actually happened because him and the other dude was so fucked up at the time. Um, shit there Johnny Depp was actually in another movie that about Hunter S. Thompson called The Rum Diaries which he actually did write as well from 1998 uh, he did a couple other yeah bi- I've seen that movie that's a good ass movie too. yeah yeah yeah. that was a book as well uh, fuck he did another one called Fear and Loathing and uh, Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail in 1979 uh, The Curse of Lano 1983 well there you go um he actually wrote that's kind of like his most notable famous kind of works yeah he wrote way more than that because i've read a couple of them that aren't even on that like list um now let me tell you one of the most craziest things about this and what i i think every time i read this it blows my mind ready for this This yeah lay it on me 
I'm going to tell you his daily routine. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, you're not even ready. I'm Okay, I'm not ready. All right. 3 o'clock, 3 p.m. Oh, wait, wait. He doesn't even start till 3 p.m.? you damn Come right. Come on. Come on. It's Hunter S. Thompson. All right. 3 p.m., he rises. He gets out of bed. Oh, that's when he wakes up. That's when he wakes up. Shit, when did he go to bed? Oh, you'll find out. Oh, fuck. All right. Uh, 305. <laughs> yeah. He drinks Chivas Regal with a morning paper. Uh, Shivish Regal is like a scotch. Okay. All right. Uh, he he smokes a cigarette. Right? Yeah. All right. Three forty-five. As you do. He does cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Three fifty. Another glass of Shivish Regal, and he smokes another cigarette. Damn. As you do. Yep. All right. Four o five. First cup of coffee. <laughs> you got to go. wake up. Yeah. He hasn't even woke up. <laughs> that yet. cocaine hadn't even hit the, hit the button yet. You got to get that cup of coffee <laughs> in. And of course, once you uh, have a cup of coffee, you got to have another cigarette. There you go. Uh, so that was 405, 415. Some more cocaine. There you go. You're going to notice a trend with <laughs> this, by the way. Uh, 416, orange juice and a cigarette. Uh, 430, cocaine. Uh, 454, cocaine all right uh 505 you want to guess a cigarette nope cocaine no. <laughs> uh 511 coffee oh okay i mean holy shit this dude's heart not fucking explode by then um at that point like wouldn't that you just want to sprinkle there. the cocaine in the coffee <laughs> just sweeten it up a little bit yeah um and then he also has a cigarette because you know you got to balance that shit yeah. out uh, so 5.30, he gets more ice and gets more Chivas Regal, more, uh, more scotch. Um, mm. You know, he's got to chill it down. Yeah. Uh, 5.45, uh, more cocaine and more and more. And then basically says, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, six o'clock, grass, weed to take the edge off the day. <laughs> because be- At six o'clock? At six o'clock. So he's, like, he- he's been up for three hours. He's done more cocaine than our <laughs> hearts could probably stand at this point and had like three shots of scotch and two cups of coffee. Well, there you go. So, uh, so that's six o'clock, right? Is this the recipe to be a good writer? <laughs> it, it's to be a good something. Okay. All right. So 705, mm, he yeah. goes, gets lunch. Oh, okay. So at lunch, he has a Heineken, two margaritas, coleslaw, Taco salad, a double order of fries, onion rings, carrot cake, ice cream, a bean fritter, another cigarette, another Heineken, cocaine, and for the ride home, he gets a snow cone. Jesus. <laughs> uh, this is lunch? This is lunch. And a glass, and then it says here, uh, a glass of shredded ice over which he pours three or four jiggers, which is three or four shots of shivas, <laughs> of shivas regal scotch wow yeah he's the man so nine o'clock rolls around so that's 705 i'm guessing he probably ends up passing out between 705 and nine o'clock because there's a big gap no, there. that's where he gets his writing in <laughs> oh no it gets to that oh okay uh so nine o'clock start snorting cocaine. <laughs> this says start snorting cocaine seriously <laughs> Oh, okay. It was yeah. just past time. That was child's before. play before. Yeah. He's just getting the day started. Yeah. All right. 10 o'clock. He drops acid. Oh, God. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, 11 o'clock. He does more cocaine, smokes some weed, and he does this stuff called chartreuse. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Uh, I might have to look that one up. 
eleven thirty, more cocaine, more yeah. cocaine, more cocaine. Midnight. Mm. Hunter S. Thompson is ready to write. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> now he's like, bring me the keyboard. He's like, all right, I'm in the right mindset. Right. I got the right amount of chemicals slash uh, chemicals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> slash chemicals. Yeah, to get me right there. Yep. Enough uppers and downers. Mm-hmm. Uh, between 12.05 and 6 a.m. Between uh, 12.05 and 6, okay. Yeah, so this is his writing time because yeah. he's writing now. Uh, chartreuse, cocaine, grass, chivas, coffee, Heineken, cigarettes, grapefruit, more cigarettes, orange juice, gin, continuous pornography, movies playing. <laughs> Holy shit. So she... Oh, my God. Okay. So between 12 and 6 a.m., he is just getting fucked up more and than he was earlier. Slamming on the typewriter the Slamming whole time. on the typewriter while he's got a fucking porn throwing off in the background. Yeah. Because you got to have something to kill the air. Oh, duh. Yeah. You got to like silent. Yeah. You got to have something in the background. Who doesn't right. like a, 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 a moaning people? Right. Yeah. yeah. Have you, the, you've, the, I mean, you've played porn in the background while you're doing other things, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's how I wrote my own eulogy. Yeah. Just, okay. That's, that makes <laughs> sense. Right. Yeah. That got dark. I'm sorry. That's how you wrote your vows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better. Uh, so that was 12 o'clock to 6 a.m., right? Yep. 6 o'clock in the morning. He jumps in the hot tub. Oh, shit. Uh, he drinks champagne. Hold on, wait. What is he wearing in the hot tub? Probably nothing. Okay, I'm going to go with I mean, he, dude, this dude's already done more cocaine than I've probably ever seen him, like, in my life. Right. He's taking acid. Um. <laughs> He smoked more weed than Willie Nelson at this point. Uh, yeah. And he's also drank more coffee than a fucking barista at this point, too, because this dude is like cocaine, coffee, cocaine, coffee, cigarette. Um, <laughs> so he, weed, 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 cocaine, weed, coffee, weed, coffee. coffee. Yeah. Uh, so 6 a.m., hot tub. He drinks some champagne, you know, to chill it out. Champagne? Is that the first time that's entered the list? Yeah, that was the first time. It's wow. just like, okay. okay. Uh, he eats a Dove bar. So fancy chocolate. Wow. He eats fettuccine Alfredo. Damn. In the hot tub, by the way. This is all hot tub consumption. I could not. And he's completely going off the list, too, with this, too. Yeah. Like, who the fuck eats hot? Who eats fettuccine Alfredo in a hot tub, first of all? But that's why. Along with a Dove bar. Yeah. Is Uh, it a Magnum Dove bar? um, (laughs) Eight o'clock in the morning. It says, uh. Halcyon, and I, I actually looked up what the definition of that is. Halcyon, 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 Halcyon. It's a characteristic. This is the definition. A character characterized by happiness, great success, and prosperity. And it's just like a feeling of I don't know. I guess a feeling of like like everything's one. Maybe it's like him, like doing breathing exercises. Fuck if I know. But I thought that was a drug he was taking. That's what I thought at first. That's why I looked yeah. it up, and I realized it was just a state of being. Oh, like he might just be because he's, he's meditating. Essentially, I there think that's go. what it is. Yeah, yeah, he's meditating, and then eight twenty he goes to sleep. Mm. So he goes to sleep at eight twenty in the morning when most people are getting up for work. Um, then he wakes up at three. Yeah. And does the whole fucking shebang again. Yeah. 
God damn. How did how late did this guy live to? He lived to the age of 67. He could have lived longer. <laughs> you think he could have? <laughs> oh, for dude, he uh he committed suicide. Ah, uh, that's how he died. That's how he died. Shit. There was always a famous quote that he said he would always commit suicide if he ever thought that his like he felt like he didn't have a voice if he felt like other people was manipulating what he was saying and he no longer could control his information and his writing anymore and uh there was something else like maybe like he just didn't think he was in control anymore and that's basically what happened he just got to a point where he's like i'm 67 and i'm i mean because that's that's getting up there for a little bit like you know, I, if it was me, I would have waited at least till 70. You know, you got three more years of waking up and yeah. do, drinking your coffee and snorting Just cocaine. Fucking living life. Yeah, living life till 70. Because, hell, you don't even know. You might have a fucking heart attack. with that old-ass heart. Right. There's only so much cocaine that you could handle. Yeah. Um, could have been out by then. Um, How did he commit suicide? Shot himself. Ooh, like. What gauge? <laughs> Damn, that's a good question. God, you're a hard hitting. Uh, all right, hold on. I'm an investigative journalist. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're not lying, man. Uh, which he was obsessed with guns. Like, even in the movies and stuff, he loved to shoot guns, loved explosions. So, let me see if I can find this. Um, he was in Colorado. He. This is. Pre uh, legalization of marijuana. Yeah. It was before he even got the, because it was 2005. I don't think it says the caliber. Oh, well, your guy died after mine, but was born before mine. No shit. Yeah. You have anything else with Hunter H. Tom, Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson? Hunter S. Thompson. Um, other than the fact that I remember my sister-in-law. Uh, Are said, you related and by marriage? Yes. My brother oh, married shit. her. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> I meant to honor S. Thompson. No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, she went to the same high school that he went to. Oh. And then he came back to give like a like graduation speech. And she was like, yeah. I remember seeing him, and his eyes were so fucking bloodshot. (laughs) And he was, like, geeked out of his mind. And she was like, he gave, like, this crazy-ass rant speech. Because the guy (laughs) would just rant on about, like, the fuck, you know, he's like, and then the the American history, they just don't understand the conspiracies of today because the minds of society and all this kind of stuff like that. Right. And then she was like, yeah, he just gave some random weird ass speech. He's <laughs> like reeked of booze. Oh well, yeah. And, uh, um, and he probably had a fucking pound of cocaine in his body. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was the original cocaine bear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. Didn't he have like a famous quote too where he said something about like um you have to live your life to like you have to live the life a life if you want to be able to write about it some shit like that. Yes, that sounds right. Um life should be a journey to the grave with the intentions of arriving safely in a 
pretty. Uh, in a pretty? Yeah. <laughs> what? He, he kind of veered off when I'm trying to find. <laughs> he uh, was definitely drunk when he said that. <laughs> for sure. That's actually pretty funny. I have a theory that the truth is never told during the nine to five hours. <laughs> the truth is never told. Yeah. I mean, this is his most famous one from Fear and Loathing Las Vegas. Too weird to live, too rare to die. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might actually be on his like gravestone. I think it's from the one from the the uh rum diaries. Oh yeah. I think it was from that movie. I remember Johnny Depp saying something about how like because they were giving him shit about all the booze he was drinking or whatever and mm-hmm. he's like look you gotta like if you want to write about this shit you gotta live the shit yeah I mean, makes sense. it sounds like something he would say alright you ready for my guy I'm ready let's hear it you ready to dive into this let's do it alright my dude is born May 21st 1960 Okay. In Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh Uh-huh. Drunkard, starting at the age of 14. Okay. I mean, I'm talking showing up at school. He'd had a camouflage jacket that he'd wear with pockets on the inside where he kept his flask full of gin or scotch. Yeah. Because he was a scotch guy. But he also liked the gin at the time. And every day he would be in class and he would just be hammered out of his mind. And people would be like, dude, like you got a problem. He'd yeah. be like, no. So I was, yeah. I'm the cool man. Yeah. Like I got shit under control. Yeah. Gin drinker. Fucking drunkard. Graduated high school somehow. Yeah. Somehow managed to do that. At one point, they moved to Bath, Ohio. Okay. Him and his fams. And then he moved back to Wisconsin. 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 At some point, he decided to uh, join the Army. Yeah. Where he went to Germany for a while. Okay. While in Germany, had a fucking, like suitcase that he would carry around with him and it was basically like uh like one of those things where he'd open it up and he'd have the fucking whole mixology kit Mm -hmm. to make margaritas and the shaker and all that shit inside his suitcase yeah like basically a mini bar as soon as he opened his suitcase boom there's all his shit okay yeah fucking Constantly hammered to the point where they ended up kicking him out of the army because he would just go AWOL because he'd just be a fucking drunken mess and not be able to find his way back to the base and shit. <laughs> yeah. Goes back. They're like, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to send you back to the States from Germany, give you a, a one way ticket to wherever you want to go in the United States, where you want to go. He says, Miami. Somebody in Miami, Florida. Because he's a homosexual. Oh, yeah? And he thinks that he's going to get his groove on down in Miami. Okay. 
So he gets to Miami and he's like, all right, here we go. Here we go. And he's like, shit, everything's expensive as fuck down here. And, uh, he gets a job as like a fucking short order cook mm-hmm. and shit. He can't make any money. Can't live the lifestyle he wants to live down there. Yeah. And he's not some sexy Puerto Rican boy, so he ain't getting any <laughs> ass. Yeah. So he's like, all right, fuck this. I'm moving back to Wisconsin. Goes back to Wisconsin, gets his shit on, gets laid a few times, and the process ends up, uh, you know, doing what he does and uh, kills 17 people. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) That took a side turn. I was like, ah, I'm waiting for this guy. Like, yeah, he was a nice guy and he just planted roses. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, uh, uh, oh, damn it, Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yep, Jeffrey Dahmer. Nice. Started drinking at age fourteen. No shit. Yeah. Oh, damn, dude, fucking fourteen years old. Yeah. I think it was sixteen when he, uh, or no, eighteen maybe nineteen. He was nineteen when he killed his first victim. No shit. Yep. It was a hitchhiker coming down his road. He said he always had this fantasy about how he how he wanted to pick up a hitchhiker and and uh capture him and and uh kill him and dismember him and all yeah. that shit. Well, one day he's driving home from wherever the fuck he's at and uh there's this hitchhiker like a mile away from his house. Picks him up. Dude's on his way to a fucking uh, concert. He's like, hey, let's go back to my house. I got some alcohol and shit. We'll get drunk. Go back to his house. (laughs) End up butt-fucking him. Dude's like, look. (laughs) Look, I I was on my way to a concert. I end up getting drunk with you. You end up having sex with me. Like, I'm over this shit. Like, I need to get going. Yeah. Goes to leave. Fucking bumps him over the head with something kills him oh shit yeah and uh that was his first kill and then he ended up burying his body like uh, a few miles away from uh his house or whatever oh shit and uh and, and totally like was in remorse about the whole thing for for years and didn't commit any murders for years yeah like went into the army fucking total drunkard total drunkard yeah always fucked up on scotch that was his or it was uh um paps blue ribbon oh god and miller were his beers of choice Mm. and if he wasn't drinking beer he was down for scotch or any kind of jamaican rum all right and he always mixed it with coke and on the rocks Hmm. that was his his drinks of choice yeah yep so yeah, didn't kill anybody the whole time he's in the he's in the army in Germany. Comes back, goes to Miami. Fucking nothing happening down there. Yeah, Wisconsin. Fucking uh, chilling out, and then he ends up uh, bringing this dude home from the bar when he's in my, in Wisconsin. Gets blacked out, drunk. Wakes up next to the guy, and he's fucking dead. Damn. Yeah. 
looks at him and he's like, holy shit, had his fucking chest beat in. Oh, damn. Yeah, so he got blacked out drunk and beat the dude's chest in. Oh, shit. And killed him. Yeah. And total blackout. Didn't even realize he did it. Yeah. And then uh, after he came to and realized what had happened, he does what, you know, any normal guy would do in that situation. And he, you know, fucks a dead body. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh shit i was not ready for that i thought you're gonna be like at least like well you know he had to chop it up and uh throw it in saran's wrap or some shit like that no 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 you do what you do you fuck the you know fuck the corpse you know, yeah it is what it is oh <laughs> and uh so then that begins his whole obsession with these with a, a basically a corpse like he wants to basically get in the corpse he wants and uh whenever he does have consensual sex with uh, other men yeah uh he says the one thing that he hates the most about having that consensual sex is that they move around oh that's fucked up yeah and he's like i don't he's like i don't want you to move don't move just stay perfectly still and don't make a sound the whole time so people listen out there look for the people that are like hey don't move right yeah is anywhere you could just like jump in an ice bath before we uh (laughs) he had ice baths no shit yeah so at one point in time he had a corpse in his bathtub on ice damn and uh he's like he's like i'm gonna he's like i need a shower and shit you know because at this whole time he's holding down a job and whatnot he's actually working in a chocolate factory (laughs) i take you to the candy shop (laughs) right (laughs) and he's like so he's got to get a shower so he's taking like ice cold baths with these bodies that so they don't decompose that are on ice in this tub. So he, are you talking about like he's stepping over top of them? He's like literally standing on top of them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's fucking crazy shit. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, dude, that it's insane, man. At one point in time, he he brings this guy home. Okay? he's So he starts to try and make... He really wants to have a fucking sex zombie is his like end goal yeah okay his obsession right so he'll bring these dudes home and he'll drug them he'll like basically he lures them home with uh says he's going to take pictures of them or he's going to party and shit gives them a drink that's laced with some kind of uh fucking drug that'll knock them out and then he'll tie them up fucking drill a hole into their head oh shit and then pour acid into the hole in their head to try and turn them into a sex zombie that that was his master plan yeah acid into the dome yeah okay so so at one point so here's this one story where this he does this to this one kid he's this puerto rican kid okay yeah fucking does this brings him home drugs him drills a hole in his head pours acid in his head fucking doesn't do enough of it leaves him untied kid fucking comes to like half fucking half awake and aware gets out of well he what <laughs> jeffrey Dahmer ran out of booze uh-huh. he wants some more schlitz 
So he's going to go to the fucking liquor store. Yeah. Give him some more. Another six pack of fucking Schlitz. Comes back. And the dude, the fucking this Puerto Rican kid, gets out of his apartment and is like wandering the fucking streets, butt ass naked, like in a fucking daze, bleeding out of his fucking head. Yeah, no shit. And uh, he's comes across this guy or this lady and she who's the neighbor and she calls the police like like holy fuck <laughs> like we got this naked kid yeah here and he's only like 16 years old or some shit he's young yeah and uh yeah like and he's like like just fucking freaking out so they call the police police show up by this time Dahmer's already back just chilling on the scene <laughs> yeah got the the paramedics are there trying to treat this kid and uh cops show up and they're like like so what's the fucking situation here yeah and he's like oh that's my boyfriend you know he's and tells them that he's 19 instead of 16 so and he's like you know and he's and he's my boyfriend and he got a little too shit-faced and yeah. you know because the kid's walking around like in a fucking daze because yeah. he got acid poured into his fucking dome yeah, so no like, shit. rah, rah, yeah. Rah, rah. shit's eating away at him yeah and, and they're like they're like okay well we're just gonna we're just gonna let him go he's like just you know i'll take him upstairs and put him in the bed like don't worry <laughs> about it you yeah. know I got it i got it i'll take care of him so they're like, okay, so they basically release him back into fucking Dahmer's custody. Like, go ahead, take him, you know, make <laughs> sure he doesn't, you know, come walking out on the streets or whatever. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Those two cops, they ended up getting fired. Like, <laughs> oh, no, after, uh. after all the shit goes down, right? Yeah, dude. In the end, 17 victims between 1978 and 1991. Didn't he, like, eat people? Yeah, dude, he fucking ate them shit. Yeah, like was the acid part of the tenderizing process? Well, this was before he tried to make the sex zombies. He would he like decided he was going to start eating body parts. He'd eat dicks. Oh shit, shit, yeah. And dick but it sandwich. was only but it was only the ones that he thought were like the really hot ones. Ah, uh, well, you know that makes a difference. Yeah, it, it was only the really sexy boys that yeah. he would eat. Well, yeah, you don't want to gross a dick sandwich, right? If it was an ugly guy, he'd yeah. put, sometimes. I mean, some guys he'd bring home and he'd be like, he'd look at him and be like, "Damn!" After he sobered up a little bit, and be like, "You're not even that hot," and they and yeah. he'd let him go. Yeah, and he'd be like, "You know what? If you, if <laughs> these people would after after the fact would be like, you know what? I had sex with Jeffrey Dahmer. I actually." got my asshole reamed by Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> I didn't but even think about that go, shit. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and they're like, because, and then Jeffrey Dahmer would be like, or they would interview him and they'd be like, how come you let some of these guys go and then you killed other ones? He'd be like, yeah, I only killed the really hot ones. <laughs> <laughs> so at one point you're like, thank God I'm alive. The other part like, man, shit, I got to work on my game. <laughs> I gotta start getting my hair cut. Like I need to go to the gym. Yeah, like, go to the fuck. gym. I thought I was better looking than that. Hey, damn you, Je- Jeffrey Dahmer. I wasn't even hot enough for Jeffrey Dahmer to yeah. kill him, make me zombie. Motherfucker. I could have been Jeffrey Dahmer six zombie. You know, uh, I actually just started a bit about this. Um, well, I was talking about like foodies. 
Yeah. And I was like, you know, like foodies, like, you know, a lot of them are willing to go extra lengths to get the things they love. Like, um, you know, like some people will drive like an hour away to go try a fucking uh, food truck that has like crazy Vietnamese tacos or like I'm going to drive over here so I could try like the new way they're making Coke from scratch <laughs> using right. herbal essence. I don't know. Yeah. But like. Oh, yeah. I love that fucking herbal essence Coke flavor. That Yeah. Yeah. But are you willing to like go to jail for the food you love? Because Jeffrey Dahmer did. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So Jeffrey Dahmer is essentially the biggest foodie you've ever known. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He is totally a foodie. What have you done for your food lately? <laughs> Would you eat a dick sandwich? <laughs> nope. Yeah. Eat a dick sandwich only from the hottest dicks you can find. And guess what? No one else will cook your dicks. You have to cook your own dicks. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he had like a whole fucking, like a, a whole, uh, ah, damn, what's it called? Buffet. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the old dick buffet. <laughs> hey, dick buffet. <laughs> no, he had a whole altar oh. of like, of like, different body parts of like his his like favorite hotties that <laughs> yeah well you gotta keep uh a memento or a, a trophy yeah yeah like this is a. So I, I like love this guy because he had great feet so i've got his foot right. chopped off on exactly. the mound yeah yeah so yeah different body parts yeah. of like this guy always listens so i got his half ripped off ear <laughs> <laughs> this is my top 10 list right here yeah right <laughs> he had beautiful hair <clears throat> yep so he finally got caught uh went sent to prison and okay. immediately started talking about all, everything that he did fucking just blew the whistle on himself 100 percent uh and then he was only in jail uh three years and he was beat to death no shit. Yeah. That's how he ended up dying. There was rumors going around that he died by another prisoner shoving a broom handle like through his asshole. Yeah. And uh basically impaling him. But that was uh not the case. That's not what happened. Yeah. Uh what actually happened was that him and two other inmates uh were part of a cleaning detail. And they went into this, like, back room, and the guard let them go do their thing. And when yeah. the guard came back, like, five minutes later, two of the three guys were dead. And one of those two guys was Jeffrey Dahmer. Hmm. And they said the way that he was killed was they basically got into a big fight, and uh, he was hit in the head with, like, a two-inch lead pipe damn like two inch thick lead yeah. pipe and uh and other inmates said that he uh didn't even make a sound or fight back or anything he just kind of like damn it was like one blow to the head he was well he just like knew he was like he was just ready to go basically oh yeah he was like all right i accept my fate and huh. just took it i was i was sitting there thinking like do you think it'd be a hate crime because he's homosexual yeah oh totally hate yeah. crime. had he been killing women yeah had he been 
doing all, everything that he did, only women instead of men, yeah. he'd have been a fucking hero in that prison. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but oh no, yeah, he would have been he'd have been Superman. Yeah, he'd have been living large, like Marge, <laughs> in charge. Yeah, yeah. Tell him large Marge <laughs> sent you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Damn, old old Jeffrey. Yes, yeah, so that's my guy, Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Started drinking Dahmer. at age fourteen. Damn. He got a lot done in those years. And he was drunk every day, like blackout drunk. Damn. From the age 14 on until he was sent to prison. Huh. That's interesting. I uh, I remember reading something about serial killers, and one thing that uh, they said a lot of them tend to like is burnt popcorn. Ew. Yeah. I thought the same shit, and then I stayed at a buddy's house one time, and he fucking intentionally burnt a bunch of popcorn, and he sat there and ate it. And like, dude, I remember watching this, dude. I was like fifteen. I'm sitting at this dude's house, and he's taking black charcoal popcorn and sticking it in his mouth, and I can hear it fucking sizzle from the heat, like. Uh, and I remember at that point thinking of. That like, oh yeah, don't serial killers like burnt popcorn? I think I might fucking die tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so do you know what happened with that guy? Yeah, he's fine. He's in the Air Force. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's fucking killing people in other countries then. <laughs> yeah. No, he's uh <laughs> <laughs> He um No, I mean he actually you know, he has a wife and kids and all that kind of stuff, but I just yeah, always remember perfect thinking cover. Like, yeah. You. you know. Uh he does live on the other side of the country away from everybody else so you never know hey yeah. it's out in the desert good place I'm telling to you, I'll tell you what man if you want to become a serial killer <laughs> the best place to get for you is in the military well yeah yeah that's uh, you're living the life right there man yeah like I'm surprised more don't I'm sure there are how yeah. many active serial killers do you think are currently serving in the US military I don't know. How many you think are in the United States right now? Hundreds. You think you At ever any given time. Do you think you've ever randomly like like you've been in a gas station driving down to like spring break and you're in a gas station and you accidentally like bump into somebody like, Hey man, my bad. I didn't see you there and then you just kinda pass and that motherfucker was a serial killer? Oh yeah. Every time. Yeah. I say one out of five people. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> What is this, like dentist or herpes statistics? <laughs> Look, how many serial killers in America currently? 400. 400. Yeah. According to a recent FBI study, there have been approximately 400 serial killers in the United States in the past century. With anywhere between... Oh, in the past century, though. With anywhere between 2,526... And 3,860 victims. Hmm. However, there's no way to really know how many serial killers are active at any point in time. Experts suggest numbers ranging between 50 and 300, but there's no evidence to support this. So, experts think... Between 50 and 300 at any given time hmm. in the United States. Yeah. 
I currently think that there are at least what did I say earlier? Two hundred. Yes. I don't know what I said. I don't either. <laughs> but yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I'm right in the middle there. Hmm. I think. I mean, that could be about right. I mean, there's. I mean, there's millions of people in the United States. Yeah. Millions. How many? Let's see. Population. 27. There is 325 million people in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. 325 million. And how many serial killers, you say? 200. 200. Currently active. So it'd be one in every 1,083 people-ish. Yeah. I mean, so there's probably more than that. Oh, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go jogging in the morning and i'm gonna come across at least two of them right yeah. here in my neighborhood or at least the remnants of one was sitting around yeah yeah like, i'm gonna smell one you're gonna be that jogger on csi I'd be like well i was walking and then all of a sudden i ran across it and then i had to call the police yeah yeah first i checked its pulse to make sure that there was no actual heartbeat and then i i stuck a little mia underneath <laughs> underneath his nose to make sure that it wasn't breathing and then i gave it cpr for at least two to three times and then i called the police but then the police was taking so long that i decided you know what i might as well just go ahead and decapitate it because <laughs> i mean at this point yeah there's no good way to go ahead and dispose of this thing. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, so that's what happened with the with the with the deer that was on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, little Bambi. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. Uh, so uh, soberless thoughts. Soberless thoughts. When they're, when you're thinking, and you're not sober. Damn right. It's thoughts. Thoughts. That are soberless. Always at gmail.com. <laughs> so, several his thoughts at gmail.com. Put all that in. No, I was like, all that other stuff in the, at gmail.com. Oh, <laughs> or just soberlessthoughts.com. Soberlessthoughts.com and Instagram. Insta spam. And where else is our Facebook? Facebooks. We got also got the Twitters. All the Twitters, which is the Think Soberless think soberless and then uh what then uh the hey do you have an aa meeting chip (laughs) (laughs) no no all right we don't have any of those yet yeah please send them in if you got them yeah if you got them email them to us i mean email i mean snail mail them to us either way you can take a picture of and send it to us yeah that's we appreciate it hey we appreciate all the hard work you do yeah uh for not being jeffrey dahmer uh yeah because you quit uh, while you're hey, listen if you can just have sex with guys it's cool <laughs> yeah you don't have to kill them afterwards or make them a zombie that's not cool man yeah i mean you can only do that two or three times before it gets old yeah at least the third time yeah you need to tell somebody about it and be like look i got a problem <laughs> yeah wouldn't that be an aa meeting hi excuse me yeah <laughs> hello
my name is Paul. Um, last week <laughs> I decapitated another man after he came in my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Serverless thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>